Texan said, hey, if this gal can get the hang of it, anybody can. Clip and pull. Closing her eyes, Alex dangled in space as the words brought back memories of hot Saturday afternoon sipping a Diet Coke beneath the hairdryer in her favorite salon. Dr. Pache, you will wake up there. Someone beneath her jiggled the rope, snapping her out of her daydream. I'm moving. She slipped her foot into the Prusik loop attached to the main line, then stood, the Prusik holding her weight while her right hand nudged the mechanical ascender another twelve inches upward. The metal jumer slid easily along the purple rope, its surface cool beneath her damp palm. One, she whispered, reciting the count she'd rehearsed a hundred times the day before. Olsen had the entire team practice climbing a tree in front of the lodge. She had scaled the thirty-foot tree three times, gaining confidence in the technique, but today her muscles were stiff and complaining. She squinted as she tipped her head back to see the purple line disappearing in a ceiling of green leaves. This was no thirty-foot tree. The strangler fig's uppermost branches filled the jungle canopy over one hundred thirty feet above the forest floor. Two. She sat back, leaning her weight on the carabiner, linking her pelvic harness to the guide rope, then tugged the lower prusik upward with the toe of her sneaker. "'Consider Eupithecia oracloris,' Deborah had explained yesterday. "'Think of yourself as an inchworm moving steadily up the tree.' Alex was certain no worm had ever inched his way up this particular specimen of Ficus americana. "'It's simple, really,' she muttered under her breath just part of a day's work, and necessary for your research. Move along with you de madame. Alex glanced down in time to see Louis Fortier, the French perfumer, jiggle the rope beneath her. We are eager to climb, too. I'm moving. Blowing out a breath, she stepped on the Prusik again and slid the jumer upward. The weight of her backpack pulled her backwards. Her unattached left leg flew upward. Then the carabiner snapped against her harness, preventing her fall, and the rope around her right shoe tightened. Gasping, with both arms helplessly beating the air, she hung upside down. "'You are all right, yeah?' Olsen called. Alex forced herself to draw a deep breath and calm her pounding heart. She was not all right. She was as far from all right as she had ever been in her life. Summoning what she hoped was a measure of dignity, she directed her gaze down to the place where a knot of researchers huddled around the rope. I'm fine. My hand slipped. With an effort, she folded her arms around her head. I seem to be stuck, however. You are not stuck. Olsen's no-nonsense tone told her she would have to get herself out of this predicament. Reach up from the waist, Dr. Pache, and catch the rope with your fingers. She closed her eyes. Olsen spoke with the confidence of an athletic man who could still run and jump and bend without pain, and he had no idea her central nervous system had begun to short-circuit. Drawing in a breath, she lifted her head, then urged her arms and fingers to reach toward her toes. She couldn't do it. She fell back, squinching her eyes into knots while her brain railed against her situation. This was the result of a simple slip perhaps one more related to exhaustion than to her condition. And though panic attacks were one of the symptoms of her illness, she would not panic here, not now, not today. Valerik Baklanov, her research partner for this expedition, stepped up to the rope. Momentum will help you counteract the gravity, he called, compassion streaming through his Russian accent. Swing, Alex, like a child. Then you can reach the rope. 
She nodded, not trusting her voice, and began to rock from side to side. While Deborah Simon squealed overhead, Alex swung herself forward, finally building enough momentum to reach upward, catch the rope, and pull herself upright. This time her fingers had obeyed. She clung to the guideline, closing her eyes as the walls of the jungle swayed around her, then forced herself to look up. Sorry, she called to Deborah, who had vanished into the canopy. Dr. Pache, Olsen called again. We are waiting for you to ascend. And while they waited, they were probably thinking she was the most uncoordinated American woman ever to step foot in the jungle, but that was okay. She'd rather they think her uncoordinated than know that her body had begun to weaken. Determined to make up for lost time, Alex drew a deep breath and stood in the prusik, then slipped the ascender upward. 9.20 a.m. Dr. Michael Kenway removed the tongue...